0: Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, my honored guest is Sarah Treadway, CEO. I'm excited to have her on the show and tell us more about her story because it's an interesting one with some twists and turns. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's an honor to be here.
0: So tell us, how did it um, evolve into you uh, doing what it is you do?
1: Uh, Well, I've always had a passion. I, I run a hotel development company, And it was my father's company before me. Um, I run it with my brother and with our CFO, Kelly. Um, And really from the moment I can remember, I told my parents that I wanted to go into the hotel business and run dad's business. My mom, I remember being very offended because she is a, um, a professor at the university here in Denver and at Metro State. And she said, why don't you, you're not interested in being a teacher like I am? And I said, oh, no, mommy. No, no, this is, I was probably seven years old. And I said, I want to be a hotel guy like daddy, because when he comes home, he watches TV. And when you come home, you keep working. And (laughs) I laugh at that story because now that I am a mom and I'm in the hotel business, I realized that actually just moms keep working when they come home. It's not, that's, that wasn't really a, yeah. a
0: teacher thing. thing. Um,
1: yeah. The teacher thing. It was more of a mom thing.
0: So, um, that's some unusual clarity for a seven-year-old. I mean, I too had a lot of clarity at seven, but not so much about my career, but about my lifestyle choices. I remember coming home and like, mommy, I'm going to be vegetarian. She's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? I'm like, meat makes me feel sick. You know, it wasn't because of the animals per se at that time, but it was just so interesting. Um, how the clarity that seven-year-olds can have, mm-hmm. um, it's really, um, really fascinating. And so you're the youngest you said, right. Of, uh,
1: I am. I'm the youngest. I have two older brothers, um, one of whom came back and started working at the company a couple of years after I did, Eric, my brother. And um, we are now co-CEOs and he runs the financial side of the business. And I'm also the president of the company. So I run the operations Um, and then, and we wouldn't, I wouldn't do it without him. It's a, it's a wonderful partnership. Mm, Um, Yeah, it's great. Family businesses are wonderful. And you um, also talk about them every, you know, it's business at Thanksgiving dinner it's business on Saturday night um, yeah. but that's also what's great about it and then we have an older brother um, my oldest brother Alex he's not in our business but he's a developer in Washington State
0: oh, okay interesting so you guys are in that you know kind of tangible asset um, you know part of the, the the industry I'm curious to know about um, if you got the formations that you needed to, or like did your vision kind of wane and wax over the years, but based on people's expectations of you or you of yourself or even society? Um,
1: Absolutely. Uh, There were certainly times. um, So on June 3rd, 2016, Um, My predecessor, who was a non-family member CEO, had been running our company for 27 years. I was working at the company as as a vice president, but she was the CEO of the company. June 3rd, 2016, she resigned out of the blue. And I remember the date very specifically because on June 5th, 2016, I gave birth to my second son. Mm. So I, um, and those next few weeks were very pivotal, pivotal for me. And we started the conversations with, okay, well, we need to, you know, start a search and figure out who we're going to hire to run the company. Because I have this little baby now, you know, I, I have, my oldest was 18 months. So he basically was still a baby. And then I really had the new baby. And it took a few weeks, actually it took most of the summer, I'd say it was mid August when I finally had the realization and in talking to my brother and my mom and my, my dad and my wonderfully supportive husband, who I think was Shay, who first said, he was like, you can't go hire somebody. This is, this is your job. And like, I'm here for you. I support you and like, let's do it. Right. And, and I was so unsure of the decision. I remember thinking that the team that we had, you know. Six hundred employees at the time um, wouldn't value, wouldn't you know? They'd think I got it because my dad owned the company, that sort of thing. And when we made the, when Eric and I made the announcement um, that I was going to take over as president, there was this huge relief from the whole company. Like this is the direction that we want. This is the direction that we need. And I just needed the confidence to take it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Instead
1: of assume it had to be somebody else, um, and now my son's um, five and a half, so mm-hmm. we've been we've been riding it. The last two years have been extremely difficult for our business. The, sure, as I'm sure you've read on the news, the hotel business has been hit pretty hard um, yeah. through COVID. But again, we've been able to do some really amazing things that made it work for all of a sudden a mom who had two nannies and four children who went to school to run a company. All of a sudden, all the, all the kids are home. You know, nannies are not, uh, are not essential workers, so they don't wanna to come to work anymore. And I'm trying to run the company. My husband is, an, is a high powered executive. Um, and we took a step back and bought a, an RV um, in May of 2020. And my husband said, I can do my job anywhere now because there's no more traveling. You can't do your job because you can't go see your teams and you're taking care of all these kids. So we're gonna buy an RV and we're gonna drive around the country and visit all of your hotels and all of your team members and we'll make it work. And it was, you know, as like a woman running a company who's also a mother and a wife, it was the most supportive and wonderful experience. We uh-huh. dragged our kids six thousand miles around the country.
0: <laughs> I love eight it. Eight
1: weeks, and they did laundry in the hotels. They stripped their own sheets. They, you know, learned what a laundry shoot was like. Um, and we took them to the
0: zoo in every city and that sort of thing. And um, such a great education. I mean, it was, it, it's incredible. What an incredible trip. What a great idea. What an
1: inc- oh. It was, it was awesome. And, and then it was wonderful for, for me to be able to do that outreach with my team, right? All these people um, were now we'd gone from 600 ish employees to 83 running six full service hotels. Um, And so the pressure, the pressure that was on those team members Mm -hmm. was incredible and to go and visit and share my family with them and be able to eat, a meal with each of those team members and just say, thank you, um, is a, is an experience that I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, Mm. COVID has been tough, but there have been some really wonderful things that we've done because of it.
0: Sounds like it. Yeah. What an incredible story that is also just for you as a family to remember, Um, my daughter's father, uh, was supposed to take over his, his father's company. And there was just so much, so much packed into that in terms of expectations, new generation versus an older generation. So I'm sure you know there's something about your family and the way they function and their uh, and your and accepting and, and demanding, it sounds like also your leadership that shows um, a lot of trust and uh, care and respect.
1: Oh, absolutely. My I mean, it was my father's company, but absolutely my mother was a part of it, even though she had her thirty year career as a professor. But when you own your company, and it's a family business. Every everyone's involved. And and my brother, who's my co-CEO. Um, you know, there was a lot of trust there too, right? I mean, we were faced with this decision. My dad's giving up, giving up the reins. He's not gonna be the chairman of the board anymore. It's gonna be one of us, and all this trust from my brother as well, because he never asked to be the president. Mm. You know, he just mm. um and he said, it's gotta be you.
0: Well, I think there's something about your presence, about your belief, your confidence, you said, um, but there's a difference between anointed leaders and appointed leaders mm-hmm. and that's owning cool. it, you know, when you are an anointed leader, which it sounds like you are, mm-hmm. what well, does that say to you? I don't know, actually, what does that mean to you? Um, I mean, it makes me very humble.
1: I feel very grateful that there, for what my father had set up for us to have an opportunity, um, to take the, you know, take what he had built this wonderful company and, um, grow it and make it and make it more because we all, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And my dad is, is a visionary. He's an entrepreneur. He's a risk taker. And I'm, I'm not Hmm. right. I'm, I'm not an entrepreneur. I did not found the company, Hmm. but when I had this like beautiful nugget to take and run with mm-hmm. That's That's where I really was able to succeed. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been fun. So cool. I'm very grateful. Yeah.
0: So cool. Um, so you're a mom, a mom of four, you said, right? Mom of four. Yeah. So my, uh,
1: my youngest are three. So when we headed out on that road trip, they had, they turned two um, a week before we left on the road trip. So, there'll be four um, coming up this summer. And then I've got a five and a half year old and a seven year old.
0: Such great ages. Oh, so exciting. Sevens was yeah. so magical, like seven to 11 was so magical for me, or for us, I should say, for, for my daughter and I. Um, and then you got a husband. Um, you got your, you know, your CEO position. You're managing you know, a lot of people. Um, so, tell me, how, you, how do you kind of keep it all together with, with some grace? Well, that's a
1: great question. And it's one that I constantly struggle with. But, I just, at the start of this new year, um, put some new practices into place. So since we're not very far into the new year yet, I'm hoping that they continue. Um, but Covid changed my my business forever. And so it's I'm no longer needed at the same times that i that I was. and I'm able to spend, more time doing things that I always had to miss before, like Mm -hmm. hockey games and and gymnastics practices and things like that. And so I just um, made it clear to all of my associates that they can put meetings on my calendar any day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, but only between 1015 and 245 in any given day. And that does not mean I only work for four and a half hours a day because I work 24,
0: all, all the 24, time, all yeah. the time. All
1: time. Sure. you know? Um, but if people put meetings on my calendar at eight o'clock in the morning, if I'm otherwise not busy, I can't take my kids to school right? or go to a yoga class if I want to. Mm-hmm. It, but between 10, 15 and 2, 45, like open schedule. Um, and it has for the last three weeks really kind of brought the power back of my own life and schedule um, into my hands. And Amazing. So
0: it was, it was feeling, that.
1: yeah, it was feeling more like everybody else was controlling
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the demands yeah. um, and I just sort of flipped it around and it turns out you can have all your meetings in four and a
0: half hours. Totally, yeah. And you're not like being, you know, it's so true. I love that idea. So basically you're saying no to a certain degree, you're setting boundaries, you're tightening things up because I also find it, I need to get into a flow. Um, of just my thoughts and, you know, the, the housekeeping, the cooking, the preparing, you know, the, you know, whatever, delivering the kids, doing whatever needs to be done, but we, we get into a flow and it gets staccato when we have meetings that we have to kind of stop everything for and restart. So I love that idea.
1: Absolutely. And on the reverse, sometimes I have um, or previous to this new boundary, sometimes I would have meetings for
0: like nine hours straight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I and, know those days, yeah, and that's not um, productive, you know. But I, sorry for the people who have the last couple of hours because <laughs> they're not getting my full attention, Great. or the research that I needed to do before that meeting started because there were no, there was no space.
0: Not to mention the spine. I mean, our, when we're sitting too long and, and meeting after meeting after meeting, it's just not, it's just not good. It's just impossible to for anyone to expect themselves to be on like that. I love right. that. And I think that you know, this podcast come to find out has been a resource for a lot of women um, entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs like yourself uh, to give themselves permission to do something as bold as you did. 1015 to 245 you know, that's, that's it. Let's we'll see how that, let's we'll see how it works. And you love it. I love because sealing up those power leaks, I call it, it's kind of coachy jargon, but power leaks, when you seal them up, that's when you start to see vitality shining through. And we don't always realize all the ways in which, you know, vitality and energy and power is leaking out, uh, whether it's, you know, you know, planning, uh, failing to plan, um, uh, not having adequate, you know, resources in terms of, um, just food, nourishment, exercise, you know, fresh air, sunshine, even if it's winter. Absolutely, yeah.
1: 100%. And so, you know, that schedule allows me um, to take my kids to school, to go to yoga, you know, to pick them up from school if I want to. And it just allows me to make those decisions instead of, and I can make my own meetings outside of those realm, right? Um, yeah, totally. Um, but so knock on wood, <laughs> it'll it'll continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, time is the biggest commodity, isn't it? I mean, quality time and productive time, and even downtime. I know a lot of the women that I coach who are uh, doctors, you know, at the top of their fields. I mean, they have multiple jobs. I mean, right now, you've got at least two full-time jobs, right between being a mom and uh, and the CEO. Yeah. So, you know, we've got to have that downtime, and uh, yeah. it's more important than I think any of us realize. Because oftentimes, it's that we start to act out uh, when we don't have either play or downtime or both, um, that's when we go to the wine or we go to, I don't know, other sabotaging things that are just um, unfortunate or even lack of sleep. sleep oh, so absolutely. Sad. And
1: that's why, you know, you, you just can, yeah, like you said, self-sabotage, but you can also just be your own worst critic, right? I'm, oh, yeah. I haven't oh been a good enough mom. I haven't been a good enough this, haven't been a good enough that. And so I just try to take a lot of deep breaths and show myself some grace. Yeah. And yeah. And, schedule one on, and I, and I also try to schedule one-on-one time with each of my kids. Nice. Um, and that's brilliant. By the and way, when I, when I, well, when I first started doing it, I, I made it too big of a deal. It had, to, it had to be like going to the stock show or going, you know, doing all these things. And this past weekend I had my one-on-one time with my, with Hugh and my three-year-old son. And I asked him what he wanted to do. He said, I want to go to Whole Foods. I said, great. What do you want to get at Whole Foods? He said, crackers. (laughs) I love it. Okay, great. How do you want to get there? He said, can we ride bikes? I said, Mm -hmm. sure. And so it just doesn't have to be this like, you know, one-on-one time doesn't have to be a trip to New York City and seeing a Broadway show. Right, right. Literally going to the grocery store and spending an hour. And he thought it was the greatest thing. I let him choose... (laughs) <laughs> everything we bought, you know, so we got like one bell pepper, three apples, a bunch of crackers and honey nut Cheerios. Oh and I let him check it, check out everything. Sorry for the people in line behind me. Um, but those sorts of things just really feel like fill my bucket. And then when I'm stressed out, cause I had a bad day at work and my husband's traveling and I ha- and they're all screaming and no one's
0: been fed. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's okay okay, it's okay. It's yeah okay. we're gonna get there yeah because that's real what you just described it's really really real oh it yeah. is it
1: happens every week yeah you're know, like well if you forget to brush their teeth it's
0: not the end of the world not the end of the world no forgive you know <laughs> I gave up grace. at one point I think my daughter was like 12 I'm like I'm just not going to talk about it anymore when she decides she wants to kiss a boy she'll start brushing her teeth my mm. <laughs> I mean, I tried everything like shameless bribes. I even was like, okay, if you get a cavity, you're paying for it. I mean, horrible things that so like no parent should do. But no, she does brush her teeth every day now. But my goodness, my goodness, it took so long. Okay, so uh, when go right. ahead, okay. no, go ahead. We I mean, know you were gonna, I was gonna change subject, so I'd love to hear what you're oh, say.
1: I was just gonna say, I mean, we've all done that, right? My youngest son, um wooden potty train. And his twin sister has been potty trained for like seven months. And so I finally bought him the biggest truck I could find. I like went to Macy's and for $20, there was like this, you know, three foot plastic dump truck. And I told him that he could sleep in bed with it and like literally put it in his crib with him. this giant toy as long as he was going potty. Oh. And then every time he had an accident, I'd be like, oh, shoot, now you can't have the truck anymore. <laughs> and he'd lose the truck.
0: <laughs> oh god! You know, that's one way. It's like whatever works, I
1: guess. And now about a month after the truck came, he's body trained.
0: Wow. I mean, but that's he young. He's young he sleeps with a huge truck. That's really sweet. I love that. (laughs) All right. So when you're tired, how do you recharge? It sounds like this one-on-one time with your kids is a source, but anything else that you do um, as your kind of efficient hack to recharge, it could be as simple as just like going to bed, you know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I'm just curious. I'm a, I'm a big
1: sleeper. So yes, I do go to bed, but the thing that recharges me the most, honestly, is what in our house we call steak night, date night. And that is Friday nights. My husband is always home from his business trips and we don't get paid. Like we take care of the kids. We, you know, we stay home, but we buy nice steaks and a nice bottle of wine. My husband's a great cook and we have, and we like, you know, put the kids to bed and then make a fun dinner and are just together. And that really recharges me.
0: I love that. That's so beautiful. Date night, date night. Yeah. You're the first woman uh, that that's mentioned something like that. So I really appreciate that. That's and if you don't eat special. meat, that's
1: okay. You can have something that you can have mushroom. Yeah.
0: Have a portobello mushroom. Yeah. 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 Like, mushroom whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think what you're talking about is just like, you guys make it special and you have this like mutually, um, you know, loving, caring, you know, fun night. You guys get to look forward to all week. It's really,
1: and the kids know funny. about it too. Cause they'll be like, is it a date night? And they get panicked. <laughs> And they get panicked about date nights because date nights means we're going out. And I'll say, no, 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 it's steak night, date night. And they're like, oh, perfect. So you're putting me to bed. Like love steak, everybody loves steak night, date night.
0: That's (laughs) so sweet. So so beautiful. You are such an inspiration of a woman who can have it all and Uh have these really strong values um, and stand in the face of difficulty. Um, and just with a, such a solid foundation and, and clarity and hope. Um, so just, just, you've been a real, um, a real source of inspiration. Any, any last words of wisdom you'd like to leave our listeners with?
1: Um, well, I would just say, Jennifer, that like what you just said is very complimentary and I really appreciate it. And I would want to say to all the women out there that um, imposter syndrome is real. And I often on a daily basis, think, you know, things enter my mind, I'm, I'm not good enough, or this wasn't good enough, and you feel like an imposter. And I, we all do that. And we need to figure out ways to um, to combat those feelings, because you are strong, and you can do it, and you deserve what you have and more. And so don't let that imposter syndrome, you know, don't listen to it. We all have to remember.
0: We have to remember. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, it's been a pleasure. Be well. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for listening to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be a value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcastjennifer com backslash podcast guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene and thanks for spending your precious time with me.